Silver Chair tomorrow on 100.3, the X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick. Big J on vacation for the next couple of days. 8.46 in the AM. Going to do the Jeremy Shaft game. Got headlines coming up, but let's put everything on pause for just a second. We have a very special guest on the uh, the phone with us this morning. Gentleman that uh, is the CEO, West Coast Choppers. You may know him from Monster Garage. You may know him from Celebrity Apprentice and also... Jesse James is a dead man. Jesse James is on the phone. Good morning, man. First of all, dude, seriously, huge fan of Jesse James is dead man. Good job. Cool, man. It is a show that I have uh, TiVo'd since since week one, and congratulations, man. I saw like the ratings came out, and it was like ridiculous. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. So, are you uh, are you lined up for another season? Is this something you're going to continue doing? Uh, yeah. If they want me to, I probably will. So I haven't. We haven't. Uh, I only had a one year contract, so. I don't know if we're going to do another one or not yet. So. I bet you bottom dollar they bring you back, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I never bank on anything like that. So. This is now you got to play hardball. Go, yeah, I'll come back if you if you pony up the cash. <laughs> yeah, who else on TV is willing to break bones? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Well, you know, uh, obviously uh, everybody's a big fan. Anybody, any man needs to know you for Monster Garage. But I think you really kind of crossed over a little bit when you did Celebrity Apprentice last year with uh, with Donald Trump, and that's a show that uh, my girlfriend and I watched together. The first time she actually ever knew you and completely fell in love. So congratulations. That's um, cool. Yeah, <laughs> but. Freaks on that show. <laughs> yeah, man. I was gonna say, you know, to me, I watched every episode, and it seemed like Donald Trump kicked you off for a bush league reason. And yeah. I, I mean, how did you really feel about the guy? Did he seem like honest and genuine, or did he come off kind of weird? Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't. He he seemed okay, you know, face to face. He was cool, but I don't even really think he knew what I did for a living. Probably still doesn't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they probably thought I was just there because I was married to my wife. So Right, you know. right. I know he kept bringing up her name like you were supposed to get money off of her. I'm like, man, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, and they, like, established ground rules that, in the beginning that you couldn't put your own money or any, hit up any family for money. Oh, that's nice. But then that, I guess that changed. So <laughs> I guess so. It doesn't matter. I still would have never brought her down, so... And it's to your credit, by the way, you know, having to do that kind of stuff. You were doing it for your charity and, and working your ass off, so. Yeah. Did you like it? I mean, do you regret doing it? Was it something that you enjoyed doing? No, it was cool. It was fun. It was it was nice to be like, you know, I work, I'm doing so many different things at once all the time. It was nice to be just in New York for six weeks and only doing one thing for six weeks, you know, and focusing on one thing, so. Was it, uh, was it cra- just as crazy when the cameras were off with everybody as when they were on? Yeah, those people got all nuts, you know, <laughs> like Joan and Annie and Dennis and all that. It was just like, dude, it's just TV. It's not real life. Yeah, well, listen, I tell you what, you came off looking like a superhero, man, because you were totally normal, which was uh, quite the uh, contrary to everybody else on that show. Well, cool. Well, thanks. And now you got uh, Jesse James is a dead man, so you've uh, you've pulled off a whole bunch of really, really cool stuff. Where, where did you come up with the ideas for what you wanted to do for these episodes? Uh, well, when I went to... Iraq on the last episode of Monster Garage, you know, I did that Iraq Confidential for Discovery. You know, on my way back, I kind of, okay, I'm done with Discovery. Now, what's my next thing going to be? You know, Spike was the logical place where I would end up. And I really wanted to do a show that was, you know, everything's a reality show now. You know, like case in point, The Apprentice. There's shows about meter maids and tow truck drivers (laughs) and like it's... It's 
not in you know and i want to do something that lets people escape from normal life and have an adventure and you know i really wanted to do something where i'm pushing myself and my machine or whatever i'm doing to the limit and try to give the average person that wants to sit on watch tv they want to go someplace else in their day and and spike wasn't too keen on it and so they uh you know they wanted to they just didn't get it yeah so they they agreed to do two episodes of a show called the science of jesse james where they would like cgi like if i like an mp5 machine gun they would like show how it works and it was super boring and i couldn't be less into it <laughs> and then but i agreed to do it because we had a one-year deal and we had to do something so yeah. and uh some dude came in and pitched a show that was like a you know variation of monster garage but he had the name jesse james is a dead man and i told him i said i'm never doing that show because i already did monster garage but i'll give you five grand for that name right now <laughs> so <laughs> He sold it to me right then and there, and we applied that to the lame science show we were doing, and it took on a life of its own. You know, we started gearing all the programs to exactly what I wanted to do in the beginning, which is adventure type of stuff and stuff that's dangerous and fun, and you know, that's it. Wow, man. So it's like a Frankenstein monster of a bunch of ideas that turned out to be like this huge hit show. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I have to do what I wanted anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you've done a lot of things. You've you've done the ice road. You uh, We watched you do the Baja thing, and uh, you've done uh, outrunning the police. Which one did you enjoy the most? Uh, the running from the cops one was pretty fun. That's an idea I had to do. I, I wanted to do on Discovery, but this Discovery's too conservative <laughs> to let me do it and not Spike. Spike was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> they they made it uh, sound like you were all over the place and they had absolutely no idea what you were going to do. They great. did. And you know, the funny thing about that show, the, the consensus is, is it was t the cops were actors and everything was staged and fake. Well, it couldn't be more untrue. The cops were Huntington Beach Police Department. They sued us and wouldn't let us use their name because they were so embarrassed afterwards. <laughs> and... The people on the golf course thought I was really, it was a real police chase because I didn't tell anybody I was going to hook the left through the <laughs> fence. You know, it was actually, they actually, the field producers tried to stage it. They go, like, okay, you guys chase him and we're going to make a right and then a left around the town and then you make the left on the first street. Well, screw that. I like saw the hole in the fence and I went for it. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys, we actually, the one lead cop, Doug, threw a fit and threw his helmet and all kinds of stuff. And then producers all, you know, the chase is still going. He's in Tijuana by now, so you better go. <laughs> yeah, you could tell they were pissed. You could tell. Yeah. Because I think people are so trained to, like, watching fake staged BS TV that when they actually see something that's real and plays out for real that they can't believe they're seeing it. And it's like, oh, that must be fake. <laughs> you could tell, I think, that what, they had a couple streets blocked off for you, but you just said F it and gunned it wherever you could go. <laughs> yeah. It's too exactly. They didn't say I couldn't drive in the dirt. Exactly. It's too damn bad the car broke down, though. I bet you would have got away from him, too. Yeah, it was cool. We still, it was, it was, it was fun. So it's one of those things too, where you guys you you have a team of mechanics that help you put together these cars, like the like the drag race and motorcycle and the Baja machine and that kind of stuff. And about how much preparation do you need to uh, to know, like, okay, I want to race the Baja, I, I got to put a car together. What, what what kind of planning is needed in that? Uh, well, some of the cars, like my figure eight car, I've had for a couple of years, and it's you know prepped and ready to go all the time. And then same with the trophy truck, you know, it takes a lot of logistics and planning to chase and do a race and have four separate chase crews and all that but 
you know, we it's pretty much stuff that I was doing anyway. Yeah. We just decided to film it, so. That's cool. And how's the business? You're still doing the West Coast Choppers thing, I got to imagine, right? Yep, every day. Still working at the shop. Awesome. And do you get people, like, uh, coming in for tours and just doing a ridiculous amount of stuff now that you're doing this show, too? Uh, yeah, I've seen a little bit of stuff. Since we're back on TV, the pace of things has picked up a little bit, so... But it's, it's always seen, you know, for Long Beach, it's a pretty good destination. Everybody wants to come by and check it out. So You never really know. How many episodes do you do you have left on this thing in the first season yet? Uh, five episodes left. Cool. Excellent, man. Well, the show is on Sunday nights. It's called Jesse James the Dead Man. It is absolutely awesome. And, dude, it was an honor to speak to you. Thank you so much for calling yeah, in. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. All right, dude. You take care, Jesse. You too, man. Take care, man. Ex-workforce traffic. Awesome. Awesome, dude. Check out that show if you haven't seen it yet, by the way. It's really, really, really cool. Take a final look at traffic real quick. See how things are going on your way into work. Here is Susie Black. Guys, it looks like we're pretty much back to normal conditions. Eastbound I-84 is a 14-minute drive from north side to the Y. We still have our accident, however, on the right shoulder of the eastbound freeway just beyond the Garrity on-ramp, but it's not causing any delays. And we cleared our earlier accident in Meridian on northbound Eagle Road at St. Luke Street. Inside Pond 1, the Music Corner. New and used musical instruments at discount prices and Pond 1 title loans. Lowest rates, longest terms, guaranteed. Pond 1 in Caldwell and in Garden City at Orchard and Chinden. I'm Susie Black, ex-workforce traffic. Workforce weather. And here is Shane Johnson from today's Channel 6 News with your precision forecast. Good morning to you. 78 degrees will be our high temperature today. Also,